This week on The Swearwolves, we head back to Camp Crystal Lake to discuss two Friday the 13th sequels, Friday the 13th Part 3 and Friday the 13th The Final Chapter. Werewolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Uh-huh. We, I think, is there only one Friday the 13th this year? Well, no, I think there's two, but they're not till later, like September. I think you're something. right. Yeah. September and like November or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's only a couple. But when we started this podcast, like our first episode that we ever recorded, we talked a lot about Friday the 13th. Oh, memories. <laughs> and, and, and subsequently, we've talked about Friday the 13th Part 1. Yeah. The, the remake. remake. Friday the 13th Part 2. Yep. Friday part 13th Part six. 6. Jason X. Jason X. I think that's it. And I thought it's high time we talk about Part 3 and 4. Now, I wanted to do these together. Yeah. And the reason I wanted to do these together is because these, I felt, of all the Friday the 13th movies, these fit best working back to back. Yeah, I would agree. Um, they are actually the last of the series that takes place like the next two, day. three and four are all consecutive, right? Two, three and four are all consecutive. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but I wanted to pair these specifically together because I thought this is when, you know, Jason looks the most similar mm-hmm. between two how he's going to look forever. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but, but even like Friday 13 part five, obviously if you don't know, this, oh, yeah. spoiler alert, <laughs> it's not Jason, uh, it's Roy, but he has a different mask, looks a little bit different, wearing different type of clothes. Friday 13 part six is when he gets Zombie. resurrected. Different mask. Yeah. Part seven, different mask from part six. So like we're just getting all these masks. The the masks change. Uh but in part uh three and four, like the mask pretty much stays the same. It's consistent mm-hmm. with the battle damage that is taken right. in part three to part four. Uh the look of Jason, kind of similar. Yeah, similar. But we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh first though, I want to talk about Friday thirteenth part three. All right. <laughs> no, I want to go backwards. <laughs> Friday Thirteen Part Three uh, came out in 1982. These movies came out like, oh yeah, they were pumping back to them back out. to back to back yep. to back. Now, originally, the intention was that Part Three was going to be the end of it, but they didn't label it anything other than Friday Thirteen Part Three in 3D. So there wasn't like a yeah, it was kind of open finale, final like closing so that's why part four when it came out it was just called friday 13th the final chapter right. so then it was like okay now this now we're is done. the true end but not really <laughs> but then we need more money later on <laughs> but they were pumping out these movies like one a year yeah 
for Friday 13th, 1, 2, and 3. It was like every year. And then they took a pause. And then it was, I believe, 84 is when part 4 came out. Yeah. So there was a gap there. But it wasn't long. It was probably like 16 months, actually. So whatever. Still pretty fast. Yeah. So part 3 came out in 1982, written by uh, Martin... Kit Rossler, Carol Watson, and an uncredited writing of Petru Popescu. Popescu? Sure. Mm. Directed by Steve Miner, who also directed part two. Yep. Music by Harry Manfredini and Michael Zagger. Uh, I don't know what Michael Zagger's role was on this, because most of it is Harry Manfredini's hmm. score, but um, stars a lot of people. Not really anybody that anybody knows. I mean, Dana Kimmel plays Chris Higgins. Paul Kratka plays Rick. Tracy Savage plays Debbie. Jeffrey Rogers plays Andy. I mean, so on and so forth. Larry Zerner plays Shelly. I've, I've met him. Yeah. He's was, a cool guy. I was with you. He seemed nice. Yeah. Uh, Richard Brooker, um, who's passed, passed away. He plays Jason Voorhees. Um, and that's pretty much it as far as like the main cast goes, I guess. There's a couple other people, and we'll talk about those characters, but no real names. No. Yeah. And Zerner's the only person from part three that I've met. Like, I didn't get a chance to meet Richard Brooker before he passed away. Yeah, same. Um, release date, August 13th, 1982. Budget was $2.2 million. Box office, $36.7 million. Booms. Made a lot of money. Yeah. Made a lot of money. This movie, I believe, knocked E.T. from number one at the box yeah, office. Yeah, I read that too. The week it came out. So people wanted to see Friday 13th. And it was like the first movie to be filmed in 3D since the 50s. Really? Yeah. Like big budget. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe even low budget. And originally they didn't want to because they thought they're going to fuck up all these cameras and stuff. When they decided they went all in because there's a lot of of 3D gags. (laughs) There is a lot. Now, I have the DVD. There is a 3D version that you can watch. It came with 3D glasses. Does yours have 3D glasses? No. Maybe the new one that you just ordered will have so. it. Um, but the one that I have has three, two, uh, yeah, two sets of 3D glasses. So I've watched it. So in you have a different box than the one that I have currently? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm hoping I, the new I one I just has have it. the individual I DVD. I don't have the box set yeah, that you have. We were just talking about this off cam or off mic, but um, I just ordered the uh, the Blu-ray. Finally. Yeah. Finally popped on the box. Yeah, so I haven't it's, yet. It's supposed to get delivered. Maybe while we record. That would <laughs> I'm, I'm be sitting, nice. I'm sitting on it. I, I don't know if I'm going to pull the trigger on it because, I, you know, I, I'm not going to hide anything. Like, I love Friday the 13th. Like, it's my favorite. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't hide that from anybody. Jason Voorhees is my favorite. But once you get past the seventh movie, I start to go, what the fuck yeah. is this? And the other thing, too, as I say, after I just bought it, um, it also doesn't demand to be seen in high def. I don't think the def, no. like the the picture doesn't really matter. But I will say this, and and I think you experienced some of this too. Uh, upon watching these movies again, and I've seen these particular Friday Thirteenth movies, I think the most out of the whole series. Yeah. Um, upon watching these two, I start noticing mm-hmm. different things. Now maybe you'll notice something different when you watch the the Blu-ray. Right, because yeah. you'll see some visual stuff that you'd never seen before. And I know in some of the extras, there's some deleted stuff that I don't think has been seen before. So I'm yes. looking forward to checking that out. Yeah, I think there's some some nice extras on the Blu-rays, so that's cool. Well, hopefully the 3D version's there, and I can put on the shitty red and blue <laughs> yeah. glasses and be like, yeah. "Oh, this." Looks now, when I talked awful. to when I met Larry Zerner and talked to him, he told me that when it was released in the theaters, he's like, "When you watch it on home in 3D." 
uh, on the DVD. He's like, it's not good. Yeah. He goes, but at the theater, he goes, it looked fucking awesome. I'll bet. So that would be cool. You know what I've often thought? Because that barn. It's still around, right? And the house, they built that specifically for the movie. It's in California, right? Um, Yeah, it's in California. They built the barn. They built the house. The house is burned, burnt down. Yeah. It got caught on fire. And the lake was not a real lake. They just filled something up with water to make it look like a lake. Eh. But, uh, and that bridge, everything was built. That's still there. The barn is still there. So I thought, wouldn't it be cool to like organize and sell tickets to watch Friday the 13th in the barn where it was filmed? That'd be awesome. Like with a projector? With a projector, part three in 3D. Who owns that barn? Get him on the horn. I don't know, but I, if anybody out there has any influence over anything, call me. I like, I'll help like organize everything. <laughs> uh, I'll be one of the volunteers to help with this, but I think it would be fucking awesome. That would be, You'd get people to that'd show be badass. up. Get a couple of the cast. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure Zerner would show up. Uh, uh, who knows? Who knows who else is left? Uh, we could probably get Fox. <laughs> Fox is dead. Is she? She's dead. She passed away a few years ago. Oh no. Yeah. Well, I know. Bummer. Can't get her. No. <laughs> Fuck. I thought she was still alive. No. I thought so too. I looked her up. No. I saw her. It was a documentary. It must have been an older documentary where she was walking around that area and mm. talking about the different that's things. Cool. So, but, uh, well, that sucks. Yeah. R.I.P. Fox. Yeah. All right. Well, we can get someone else. <laughs> Maybe Dana Kimmel. There you go. Chris Higgins herself. Get, yeah. Get Higgins. Higgins Haven. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the place, Higgins Haven. That's right. Um, okay. This movie follows directly from the events. So a thing that they did early in these Friday the 13th movies specifically is they recap what happened. Yeah. Yeah. You get a 10 minute or so recap of the previous film. Now I will say part two had the longest one. Yeah. Like this one's, this one's a lot faster. Part two, like you almost don't even have to watch part one. Yeah. Because it tells you everything. It tells you the whole happened. movie. Part three tells you basically the end where Ginny is running mm-hmm. away from Jason. She finds the mom's sweater. She puts it on. She tricks Jason. She chops him off. She chops his head or his shoulder blade. Shoulders, actually, yeah. And knocks his mask off and her and Paul see him and they're like, oh, and they, <laughs> they go running away. Mm-hmm. And then that's it from the original part two, because then there's that jump scare at the end of part two, but they don't show that. Right. They show just that stuff. And then you see a new shot of Jason kind of crawling away. He's like his hands and he's kind of yeah. crawling away <laughs> with his bib overalls on and no mask. We also, we don't see his face. Now that, that comes into play here because his face changes from one day to the next. <laughs> yes, it does. In the sense that in part two, when we see the face reveal, he has hair. Yeah. He has like a long scraggly looking hair yeah he went out and got a haircut yeah he shaved his head (laughs) yeah so anyway we get the recap of part two and then it immediately cuts to new footage from part three and it opens up with harold and his wife edna now these two people they're playing like they're like 60 yeah they are like 30 yeah they're in their 30s (laughs) like edna she looks young. She looks like she could even be in her like late twenties, late twenties, early thirties. But she's got the rollers in her yeah. hair. And where the fuck, Harold? Yeah, she's bitching at Harold. He's out there, I don't know, dicking around, knocking yeah. the laundry over and stuff. Okay, so where do these two numbskulls live? Like, like I'm not talking like location wise. They live near Crystal Lake. I know but, this. Yeah, do they live in the store or like off to the side of it? And and they have some ramshackle shack. Yeah. And their store is pretty shitty. It's like a it's general really store. Shitty. Um, but 
their house is even shittier. It's yeah. like, I'd rather live in Jason's shack. But I took it, it was like <laughs> part of the shop or something. Because so did I. But when the, he goes to take a shit, there's like there's like supplies and like canned goods in the toilet. And there's like a the window. Bathroom. Yeah. Like out from the shitter. Yeah, like, it's gross. You don't have a window in your bathroom that you can... Put a curtain over it. Yeah, put a curtain over it or something, right? Yeah, and I don't like the idea of the food being in there either. That doesn't seem sanitary. No, and Harold's not too sanitary anyway. Oh, yeah, he's like he's sampling eating, all the food. fish food. Donuts and, yeah, fish food. <laughs> he's just grabbing shit off the shelves and he takes like some orange juice or something yep. and just puts it back. Yep. It's so gross. He's fucking gross. They're those two, and they're bitching at each other. Well, Harold has this rabbit that is mm-hmm. in the store, like eating some of the vegetables or something. Edna comes by and she's like, Harold, put that fucking creature back where it belongs. So he goes out to this fucking barn. Yeah, he's got like a rabbit shed. Pen. And he sees there's rabbits, the dead rabbits in there. And he's like, oh, who would do this? And then all of a sudden this fucking snake, like, whoosh, yeah, 3D right at the camera. 3D also, jump scare. also like pulled by a, clearly a thread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does not look real. <laughs> but it scares Harold so much. It scares the shit out of him <laughs> Yeah, to the he, point where he has to run to the bathroom. Yep. He's taking a shit and he's like drinking while he's shitting. Yeah. He's got a bottle of Jack Daniels yeah. like hidden. But uh, did you like the sounds that were coming out of Harold's butt? Oh yeah, it was gross. It was disgusting. It was gross. It was like little he, splashes. Like you could tell, like some pieces were big, some <laughs> not so much. Some liquid. Yeah. yeah. But uh, and and he he hears a noise and he gets up, doesn't wipe, doesn't wipe his ass. Yeah, he just gets up and starts walking around. Like doesn't flush, dude. I know it's gross. And his butt, like all the poop smearing, like it's he's gonna chafe. And he's gonna smell. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. he's gonna get a rash. He is. Well, not really, because he's gonna die. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he dies like pretty quickly right here. Um, he gets it. He gets a hatchet to the chest. Oh, that's <laughs> right. He opens the door. We get a couple of like false flags, mm-hmm. right? He like opens a. This is where the score comes in handy here. Yeah. Um, I, I I will say this. I'm gonna. I'll just touch on the music real quick. This is my favorite sound score for all the part Friday three scores. Awesome. Uh, you got the opening credits, which is the, the disco. badass disco theme. Fucking awesome. I have it on 45, nice. by the way. An original like 45. Oh, that's cool. That they, I don't know why. It's just cool but, to have. But Well, I know why I have it, but I don't know why they, why they made it back in the 80s. Because it's awesome. You have the uh, Waxwork uh, soundtrack too, right? Yes. You got that score. Did you have the lenticular? Yes, but cool. I have like the second. The repress? Pressing. Yeah, the repressing. I don't know if it's the second or third or whatever. I think it's the second. Because yeah. I've got... The original. I've got the original and the repress. And then I have an original <laughs> pressing of the non-lenticular and the repress of that. Yeah, you did a video on our YouTube where you talked about all the different pressings you it's had. It's ridiculous. It. it is ridiculous. It's stupid. Um, but the original pressing is actually worth... A, yeah, I don't know if it's worth as much now that they did the repress. Yeah. Yeah, and I haven't listened to both to like compare if there's a quality difference. I don't Probably know. I doubt not. it. Probably not. But it's a really cool looking soundtrack. And it's like got blue and red. Um Oh, the records? The yeah. vinyl itself, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but I listen to this score on a regular basis. Awesome. When I am at work and I need to concentrate on something, I and I want to shut out all the noise. Uh, you put that on? I put this score on. I was working on something the other day, and I had to get this like big spreadsheet with a bunch of formulas and a bunch of shit done. And I put that on and I was like, it creates a sense of urgency, like that tense music, especially if you're like, you're under like a deadline. I can see that being handy, but it's also relaxed. It's calming to me for some reason. Like it just calms me down. This particular score. I listen to a lot of John Carpenter stuff too. Um, from time to time also because there's no lyrics, it helps. Yeah. It's not distracting. Just relax me and just keep me focused. 
So, um, you know, cause you listen to podcasts, you're trying to pay attention to something and you're not really maybe paying full attention to what your work is. I can listen to podcasts if I'm doing like bullshit, mm-hmm. but if I have to concentrate, this is my go-to. Nice. Number one on the playlist. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. So score wise, you already know where I stand on this one. Um, but anyway, the score, like when Harold opens up the curtain, it's like that, those violins and they're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> And nothing happens, right? So we get a couple of false flags, and then he opens up the door, and then sure shit, there's a hatchet Hatchet. right to his chest. Edna, meanwhile, she's like, where's my other knitting needle? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I wonder what's going to happen. She gets it uh, to the back of the head with a knitting needle. Yep. Jason comes out. By the way, this is where Jason... Okay, so we don't see Jason. He doesn't have a mask on. We know this. We see his outline. We see his arm and his leg he is wearing bib overalls so he's got the same outfit he had in part two but that's why he goes there he steals the clothes clothes because harold was like hanging the stuff on the clothesline yeah and edna even says only he only took what he needed and he left everything else here for me to clean up yeah when she goes out there and she's bitching about him (laughs) so that's kind of a cool cool thing that they did there for a wardrobe change for a wardrobe change like that's how he gets clothes like he goes and steals them off of people's clotheslines. Yeah. So he's over the Oshkosh bagash. <laughs> yeah. Look out of them. Yeah, these overalls. Those bib overalls. You should have brought it back in the early nineties. Have him just wearing one strap. Yeah. Doing the kid and play. Yeah. <laughs> or like getting yeah, no straps. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, they're dead. Cut yeah. two. Now we got Chris Higgins. Yep. Our, our, our main girl. One thing I'll say about this. She is the only in the first seven movies, she's the only final girl that's a brunette. Oh, interesting. Everybody else is a blonde. Hmm. So she gets props for that. Nice. She is the final girl. I'll just <laughs> tell you right now. <laughs> she's going with her friends for a weekend trip, a week trip, who knows what kind of trip, up to Crystal Lake, up to her parents' house, Higgins Haven. Yep. It's their house, it's like their, their summer cottage or something, or... I don't know what it is. I don't know. Cause she says it's been a couple of years since she's been up there. Yeah. We get more on that yeah. in a little bit, but it's this house and it's got a barn, a big red barn. Uh, it's right on the lake. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's a pretty cool place. Yeah. They have no horses, but they have everything but you they, need for a horse. Yeah. I think they even make a joke about it. They do they a bunch of hay. Not even the hay. Like they have saddles. Yeah. They have bridles. All this stuff, but no horses. <laughs> yeah. Like her dad's an idiot. <laughs> like get a fucking horse, get a horse man. Dude. Come on. <laughs> um, but she's got her friends. Okay, so her friends are uh, uh, Debbie and Andy. Yeah. Now De- Debbie's pregnant, which is a weird subplot that never really pays off or come. It's never really a point, except for the fact that spoiler alert: Debbie gets killed. So technically, does Jason up. kill? Is that two for one? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and she's pregnant, but she drinks first beer. of all, yeah. First of all, she's about 100 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, she doesn't look pregnant at all. No. Like, maybe she just found out. She yeah. missed one period or something. Yeah, maybe she's not even sure. And Andy, is Andy the father? I'm assuming he is. I think so. But yeah, she says we're pregnant. Yeah, Andy doesn't even care. He's just, like, smoking weed next to her, blowing it in her face. Yeah. <laughs> so they're in the van. They go to pick up their friend Vera. Vera Sanchez. She, Her mom, Hispanic mom, doesn't want... Her daughter. No. Did you recognize Vera, that actress? Catherine Parks. Yeah. No. When I saw her, I was like, I had to pause it. I was like, I know, I know that 
that face from something and I had to look it up and she's from weekend at Bernie's. Yes. Yeah. She's the one that bangs Bernie. Oh, okay. By the way, that guy, Bernie. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name, but yeah, I know the guy starts with a K I think. Uh, he's at actually mad monster. We're recording this oh, when he? mad monster, North Carolina is going on. Oh, that's cool. Um, but he was in Friday the 13th part yeah, seven. Right. So Bernie. Yeah. But she's the one that like, remember he's like, Oh, how to go in there. I haven't seen that movie. in Never years. been better. <laughs> Something like that. It's like she banged a corpse. <laughs> well, that's her. Uh, they go to pick up Vera and, uh, Vera's mom is like yelling at her in Spanish and Vera comes out and she's like, let's go. And she's like, which one's my date? Well, they point out her date, which is Shelly. Larry's oh, Shelly. He's a chubby, curly-haired uh, goofball. Yeah. And before that, like he already did like a prank, like with like a mask and a well, yeah, he puts knife. A, he puts on a mask and he's got this fake knife, and they're like, Shelly, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And he's got this like uh, makeup kit. That, <laughs> like he's fucking launching Felix the Cat over here. <laughs> yeah. He's like Felix the Cat and Lon Chaney had a baby. Yeah. He's like. Even Vera goes, "What's in the What's in the bag?" And he's like, "My, my whole life." <laughs> so She's stupid. Like, and he's like, "You'll see, you'll see." It's like you're a fucking serial yeah. killer in the making, yeah, Shelly. Exactly. But uh, Shelly's awkward to say the least. Very much so. And uh, and they got a couple stoner friends. Yeah, they got uh, fucking Chong. <laughs> <laughs> is it Chili and is Chuck. It Chuck? Chuck and Chili. Chuck and Chili. Cheech and Chong. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. Except for uh, Chili is the girl, and yeah. she's just a normal looking girl. But Chuck looks just like Tommy Chong, just like him. <laughs> Except for, hey man, like yeah, I don't know. He just he looks like, he's dressed exactly like him. They're in the back of the van, smoking so much weed that it looks like the van is on fire. Yeah, and they even say the oh, van's, the van's on, on, fire. on fire. We open it and we see like this fucking it's billowing weed smoke. They got two bongs. Yeah, that they're just I'm like <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they decide to drive off to. Uh, Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake on their way. Uh, like I said, smoking weed. We get a couple of 3D, like, here, pass me that pass joint, joint, man. And yeah. then she's like, shoves Ooh. it right into the camera. Uh, the cops come. <laughs> this is a pretty funny gag. And they're like, eat the weed. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, they're all eating the weed. Shelly's all, I'm not hungry. And, the, and Andy's it. like, you're always hungry. Just fucking eat it. <laughs> uh, and then the cops just drive right past him. They're like, oh, man. Yeah, because the cops are actually on their way to Harold and fucking yeah, Ed's shop. And uh, as they pass by, uh, Chris notices this. So, okay, Harold and Edna. Edna was watching the news. So let's let's we're gonna put days together mm-hmm. here. Okay. So part two, if we assume the events ended on like a Sunday, because if it was Friday the thirteenth, well, maybe it was Friday the thirteenth, the day the murder. Because it takes happened. place over the course of a few days. Yeah. Right. Maybe it was Friday the 13th, the day the murders happened. So then the next day, evening, is when Edna is watching the news and she sees the report. Yeah. The next day, morning, after that, is when Chris and her friends, so let's call that Sunday. Now, I don't know. Someone might have worked this out, but I'm just doing this off the cuff here. So now it's Sunday. So technically, this is Sunday the 15th. So all the murders from part two happened on Friday, and now Saturday, and now we're on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So... Has any of the, it's hit the news uh, already that this has happened, but nobody is like concerned. Yeah. Let's go up to the lake where all these murders. Maybe that's what Vera's mom was telling her. Maybe in Spanish. She was like, don't go up there. There's a fucking murderer. I don't want my daughter. And she's like, fuck you. I'm not going to get killed. Yeah. I'll be fine. I don't know about you, 
but I would probably be. I like, would avoid that area. Yeah. yeah, maybe we shouldn't go up there, guys. I just saw the news, but maybe they're kids and they don't watch the news. Yeah, maybe. You know, there wasn't CNN or text messages back then. That's true. It was just they like probably weren't reading newspapers. You either watch Ted Koppel, Dan Rather, <laughs> Peter Jennings. <laughs> Ted Koppel. Yeah, and they're probably not reading the paper. No. So uh, they're just reading Fangoria. Did you see that? Yeah, there's a couple of Fangorias <laughs> in this movie. Um, so they go up there. Uh, Chris notices all this stuff. Uh, she's not paying attention. She almost hits this homeless man who's sleeping in the middle of the road. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. They get out. They're like, hey, old man. He looks up and sees the girls and he's like, I must be in heaven. <laughs> yeah. He's like the new crazy Ralph. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. crazy Ralph was in the first and second movie. He, he gets got killed. killed in the second one. But in this one, they need a new, uh, new harbin- a new harbinger yeah. of death. Yeah. There you go. And he's like, I'm warning you. You're all doomed. doomed. He's holding an eyeball. He's holding an eyeball. They're like, oh, isn't it an eye? And then well, they- we'll still go anyway. <laughs> and he shoves it. There's a 3D effect. Yeah, right, right in the camera. But they're like, let's get the fuck out of here. So they all head out of there. They get to Higgins Haven. And this is where we meet fucking Rick. This fucking guy. Oh, Rick. This guy's acting oh, is God. just so oh, bad. Hey, Chris. I'm so glad you're here. He talks like he's got a milk bubble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's oh, like clear his throat. Oh, Chris. That kind of the loser voice. Like, we did that down to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, I'm so glad you're here. I hate your friends. But I'm going to uh, try to fill you up immediately. Oh, yeah. He does, too. Goes he right is, in. He's, he's horny as fuck. And she hasn't seen him in two years. Yeah. He's still horny, though. He's had a boner this long. I've had a two-year boner. Doctor said to make a call of it. lasted more than a couple hours, but whatever. I wanted it to be ready. His balls are bluer than the fucking sky. <laughs> but Chris... Okay, so like, what is what is uh, Rick's job? I don't know. Does he just work there? Oh, I don't know. I thought he was he like met them up there. Yeah, but he's like, like a caretaker almost. He's like hauling hay for them. And- yeah, taking his shirt off. And you would think Rick, who lives in the area, would be like, hey, guy, hey there's guys, a, there's a mass there's killer a out. He killed eight people last night. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. But uh, yeah, he's he's like trying to hump Chris right away. Yeah. And she's like, hey, take it slow, cowboy. Yeah, and he's like, well, it's <laughs> kind of like annoyed. Yeah, he is. He's being rebuffed. Everybody's going skinny dipping except for Shelly. He's yeah. like, I'm not skinny I'm enough. Not skinny enough. Hmm. So he takes his luggage and goes inside. Well, Chris and fucking Kermit are <laughs> <laughs> out in the barn working, like I said. And this is where this fucking Rick, he's like, you know what, Chris? We got needs. I think we should set aside three hours a day to fulfill those needs. I'm like, three hours? Three hours. This guy's an animal. <laughs> he's a fucking animal. Mm-hmm. He's like one hour in the morning and two at night. I'm like, holy shit, this guy just wants to pound her. <laughs> he really does. And she's kind of like, meh. Yeah. Yeah, she's kind of flirting along. She is. Uh, they hear a scream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They all go running inside. Oh, Shelly. And Chris opens up like a wardrobe. Yeah. And out pops Shelly's dead body. And he got a hatchet, right hatchet to the, to the forehead. head. And he falls down. Andy comes in. Everybody's like, don't touch him. And Andy's like, fuck this guy. And he tickles him. And Shelly comes <laughs> to life. Yeah, was he Dr. Giggles? <laughs> Dr. Giggles over here. Uh, uh, Shelly comes back to life. He's a practical joke. Oh, you big kidder. Yeah. What an, uh, what an asshole. But you want to know something? How He doesn't know that Chris has some trauma because Chris, yeah. Chris is having like some PTSD at this but point. But still, like, that's but nobody a knows what it's prank. about. I don't know. I kind of dug it. I don't it. know. Whatever. I would have dug it. <laughs> I would have been like, Shelly, you're an asshole, but I would have laughed. Yeah. It, it, here's goes back to like your whole 
your old thing of like, why are all these people together? Yeah. Why are they friends? Yeah. But it's like Andy and fucking, was it Debbie? Yeah. They're obviously dating. They're a couple. Debbie is like best friends with Chris. Okay. Vera's a friend of theirs. Why are Cheech and Chong there? Yeah. Because they don't ever talk to anybody else. Yeah. Cheech and Chong and Shelly are kind of the oddballs. Shelly is like Andy's roommate? I guess so. Yeah, because you just say like... They go to college together? Yeah, there's some strange exposition. He's like, you know, Shelly, you are my roommate and my friend. Yeah. Like, he did everything but look at the camera and and wink. (laughs) Say, this is how we know each other. Yeah. But uh, Cheech and Chong? Yeah, where do they fit in? And you're right, they hardly ever interact with anyone else. They're just there to pad the body count. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah. But Shelly and... Vera. Everybody's pissed off at Shelly. Yeah. Vera's like... I'm going to go to the store. Yeah, I'm going to go into town. Rick, give me your keys. Yeah, I'm going to borrow your <laughs> bug. VW. And Shelly's like, hey, can I come with you? And Vera's like, fuck you. And she starts driving away. And then she's like, feels bad. And she's like, get in. Yeah, she stops. So they get in. They go to town to, I don't know, get some popcorn. <laughs> yeah, I guess get some food or something. Yeah. Some supplies. Yep. And uh, what a fucked up thing happens here. Okay. So Vera's going to pay for the food and the clerk behind the counter is like, you know, that'll be like 1075. And she's like, when we don't accept food stamps. Yeah. It's like, oh, fucking racist. Racist fucking bitch. Yeah. I that had to was, point that out to that my wife. I was pretty messed up. I was like, wow. My wife was like, what? And I was like, she just said, because this woman's Hispanic, she's yeah, like, we dude. don't accept food stamps. That was fucked that up. That was fucked up. So she goes, Shelly. <laughs> Shelly, give me your wallet. Vera's like, well, that's all I have. Shelly, give me a wallet. (laughs) Not to live up to the stereotype, but (laughs) I don't have any money. (laughs) So Shelly throws the wallet and uh, it drops on the floor. And this is where we meet the biker gang. This is where Fox comes into play. No one would do this. This biker gang. They like step on the wallet and like, hey, and they like pick it up and they're looking through it. Yeah. She looks, she pulls out a condom. Yeah. This yours. yours? Fucking Shelly. Horn dog. (laughs) Hey. He's prepared. Doesn't say. Why isn't that in his bag? His <laughs> bag of tricks. <laughs> yeah. And for my next trick, we're gonna have sex safely, of course. <laughs> but I mean, hey, at least he was talking. He was thinking about being safe, yeah, right? He doesn't exactly. want a Debbie situation no, happening. Exactly. <laughs> or maybe he's like, maybe it's like for his Howie Mandel routine. Like he just blows it up and puts, <laughs> puts it, it on his head. head. <laughs> he's all ah ah. <laughs> anyway, so the biker gang like harasses them a little bit. Yeah, and she's like, like, what do you say? Say please. Like, call me ma'am and all this stuff. I was like, oh. Meanwhile, the other two bikers, Ali and uh, Loco. Loco. Yeah. <laughs> they have Shelly held and he's all, hey guys, can I buy you a beer? He's such a <laughs> fucking nerd. But uh, probably how I would react. I'd be yeah, like, exactly. oh, let me diffuse the situation <laughs> with humor. <laughs> yep. So they get the groceries and they leave and they get into the VW and everything's fine. Um, she, but Vera's like, you need to drive. Yeah, let's Shelley. get the hell out of here. Yeah. She's like, I'm too worked up. Yep. I'll get us into an accident. So, and Shelly feels kind of emasculated at this point because like, he feels like, Hey, if I would have stood up and maybe done Vera something, would be maybe Vera me. would be fucking me right yeah, now. Exactly. Like, like, that that condom. <laughs> yeah. She's like, put that silly thing away. <laughs> we're making, oh, we're, we're going to make babies. babies. <laughs> we have a whole family <laughs> of, of Afro <laughs> fucking <laughs> curly haired <Yeah>. Mexicans. <laughs> Uh, um so uh shelly uh, ali comes out and shelly's like oh fuck not noticing he's in reverse yeah yeah he, he tries to floor it and he goes backwards and right hits, into his bike right right into the bike and ali comes over 
and he kind of like cocks his head yeah and he's like smiles and he's like oh then he takes his chain and punches through the windshield yeah punches through the driver's side window this dude's strong yeah he is or that glass is weak <laughs> and so shelly's like fuck oh, this shit. Just puts takes it in off. gear and takes off and then shelly's like you know what fuck that guy yeah and he just, turns around and he goes right after him and he runs over the bikes yeah, i love it and then Ali's like, you motherfuckers, I'm going to get you. I'll get you. Come back here. It's like, what? You say come back here to somebody? Okay. Yeah, oh, sure. Shit, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, let me turn around. Yes? You had so, something you, you wanted to talk about? They outrun the bikers and uh, they get back home. Now, okay. They get back, hand Rick back his keys. Shelly goes, oh, that's just some minor damage. Yeah, Look, he kind of laughs it off. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Vera just laugh it off. Yeah, assholes. And Vera's like, Shelly was so brave. And he's like, ah, oh, it was Who? nothing. <laughs> Who, who is gonna accept that you just busted my fucking car? Yeah, I'm gonna need a little. And now bit more I got a biker gang after me. I got a biker gang <laughs> after me, guys. <laughs> this fucking guy. But he does. He just accepts it. He's like, well, well. And now he hates Chris's friends even more. First of all, they're all cock blocking him. Exactly. Second, he only of all, wants one thing. Yeah, and he wants it three hours out of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he wants to go to Higgins Haven. <laughs> That's what he calls her vagina. <laughs> Thanks for explaining that. <laughs> so Rick's like, fuck this. Fuck you. Fuck your friends. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. He was talking about some other chick that he could have been fucking right now. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. He threw it in her face like, oh, I could have been with her. It's like, okay, <laughs> go ahead and do that. See ya. There's enough Shelly to go around. Yeah, so I'll go bang Shelly. <laughs> I'll go bang Vera. Fuck this. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Anyway, Rick's like, fuck this, fuck your friends, I'm out of here. And uh, Chris is like, huh, Rick, let me go with you. I need to just get away. Yeah. She's so distraught. So she goes away with Rick. They go off. We'll yeah. get we'll get back to the, these idiots. <laughs> well, when they leave, now Bike, all of a sudden. Bikers. Okay. How'd they find him? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Ali. Unless there's only like a couple places to camp or maybe only a couple cabins in the area. Maybe they just drove around until they saw the <laughs> fucking VW. But the know. VW wasn't there anymore. Yeah. it's There's some holes. <laughs> and they didn't hear their motorcycles? Well, the motorcycles got run over. Maybe they took the bus. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> they walked. <laughs> but they get there. So we got Loco. Fuck. I just love the name. Loco. Loco. He's, a, he's all. <laughs> he like barks like a dog. <laughs> Yeah, he's a little weird and crazy. Ali and Loco start draining the gas out of the van. Yeah, they're like siphoning it. And they put it into these gas cans. Um, and they're going to they're going to light the <laughs> fucking place burn on the fire. burn down. Like yeah. they are pissed. Yeah, they are very angry. Like this this went from zero to sixty yeah. quickly. <laughs> right? I mean, I know Shelly ran over your bikes, but you were still able to use them theoretically. Like, let's let bygones be bygones. Right. Yeah, and you started it. Let's and be you honest. started it. You started it. So, I don't think it constitutes burning down no. a fucking barn. <laughs> so Fox goes into the barn by herself, and she starts looking around. Well, we do see Jason off in the corners. Yeah, Fox doesn't see Jason, but we see like the glimpse again—the glimpse of the hand, mm-hmm. the leg, the foot, shit like that. Fox goes upstairs into the top of the barn, and she's like swinging on this rope. Yeah, we. She's like, this feels good. Like, Fox, get down from there. Like, what feels good about it? Swinging? Yeah. (laughs) She's like, this feels good. She's like, coming. 
Well, the rope is between her legs. <laughs> Loco's there, and he's like, if Ali sees you, he's going to kick your ass. Get down from there. <laughs> and then he looks away, and when he looks back up, it's just the rope. She's oh. gone. So he's like, Fox? Like, she got off the rope, man. And he goes, What's, what are you doing up there? Stop dicking around. And he goes, and he opens the barn. This is the one thing I'll say about everybody who goes in the barn. They all shut the door. <laughs> born so in a barn? They weren't born in a barn. No. <laughs> Every time someone yeah, goes in this work. barn, they shut the door. It's like, you're going to burn this place down. You care that much that you're like, hey, man. Better shut, shut the, door. the door. It's the polite thing to do. <laughs> so he goes in there, and he's looking for it. He climbs upstairs to the loft. This is another thing, too. It's like he climbs up. He looks around, walks a few paces right behind where he was. Is her dead is body. Dead body? It's like you didn't see that when you first popped your head up there. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, she's like pitchforked to, like to a beam. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was awesome. Yeah, because her and feet were like the, dangling, and we get the 3D effect of the pitchfork like coming yeah. right at you. Well, he sees that. No sooner does he see that than Jason pops out with another pitchfork. This guy, yep. Chris's pitchforks dad, everywhere between saddles and pitchforks, he got you the said. whole market covered. <laughs> But uh, he grabs another pitchfork. A two for one special on the pitchforks. Stabs him right, right to the belly. It was at Harold and Edna's store. They had yeah, a two for two one. Two for one. <laughs> but Get stabbed- another uh, pitchfork of equal or lesser value for free. <laughs> Stabs him right in the belly. Yep. Kills him. Yep. Well, Ali comes now. And Ali's like, open Box, the door. Loco. Open the door. Well, he finally opens the door and again, closes it behind him. And... Uh, Loco's body run falls down on him. Yeah. From the loft. Jason pushes it onto Ali. And then Jason like jumps down like like a fucking cat. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So, it's like the superhero drop yeah. like in every Marvel movie. Yeah. And uh Jason and him like go at it. They tussle. Yeah. And they uh, kind of roll Jason off. Jason knocks a him bit. out yeah. and like beats the shit out or of like him. Like a tree branch or something, right? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. By the way. He knocks him several times. Let's talk about this real quick. Yeah. Friday the 13th, the game. We've talked about this in, for part two when we reviewed part two with Joey. But how good does Friday the 13th, the game get the maps Dude, of Higgins yeah. Haven and of the Jarvis? Yeah, they really do. Like that barn. Like I'm like, it that looks, looks just exactly like, it. like the game. Yeah, I know where to go. And the house with the spiral staircase and the fucking everything. Yep. It, it was yeah, fucking it looks awesome. just like it. Yeah. They did a really good job. I knew where to go too. I was like, just open the drawer. There might be a pocket knife in there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, got, uh, you got knocked around a little bit and there might be some health spray over there. Yeah. And that's what uh, Jason hits him with a branch. Yeah. Like you could find a tree branch in the barn yeah, sometimes. Not, not the best weapon, but in a pinch it works sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but he beats the hell out of him with that branch. Like he, he hits does. him several times. He does. Pummels him. Seemingly killing him. Yes. But we'll see mm-hmm. we'll see what happens um now we come back to rick and chris rick, oh chris tell me about what happened two years ago rick's like wearing like a pamela Voorhees sweater he is <laughs> i said that to my wife i was like funny how he's wearing a, the almost the exact same sweater as pamela yeah it doesn't work on jason anymore he's no, like i fool me once shame on me <laughs> fool me twice whatever i don't know how that saying goes <laughs> whatever shame on you shame on me but you're not gonna fool me again <laughs> um hey rick where'd you get that sweater i don't know some <laughs> got it off some dead lady <laughs> in the lake <laughs> but uh <laughs> he starts singing the rainbow connection <laughs> rainbow Quite connection hard. i'm just sitting out here in the lake playing, playing my banjo <laughs> <laughs> hey, come here robin <laughs> hey home 
Uh. But uh, Chris tells him this story <laughs> about how two years ago she was up there and, and her and Rick went out and she missed curfew. And when she got home, her mom got so pissed at her that she smacked her. Yeah. This is the first time she ever struck me. But I'm like, you're on vacation. She's, I mean, she's clearly like in her 20s now. So just two years ago, maybe yeah, she was, let's, let's say she was 17, 18. Yeah. Uh, she went out with this guy on vacation and she stayed out a little bit later. Like, does that constitute like getting that mad? Being that struck? Slap your child? No. Like, unless she said, fuck you, mom, you're a bitch, which she might have. Like, we're only hey, on one side of the story. Yeah, exactly. Maybe she mouthed off. Like, I want Mr. and Mrs. Higgins on the phone to, yeah, like, let's defend get the whole themselves. story. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, she was late. It was three in the fucking morning. We didn't know where she was. We're we called sick. Rick's house. Yeah. She came home, called us fucking assholes, called me a bitch, so I slapped yeah, her. She called me the C word. Yeah, so she I called to... me a cunt. <laughs> I had to smack her. All room. right, now we understand. All right, yeah. Chris, your fucking one-sided story. <laughs> I'm so pissed. I ran out to the woods thinking my parents would chase after me. It's like, oh, you little attention-getting hooker. <laughs> but she goes out there, and she gets so tired of running out in the woods. That she falls asleep on an old oak tree. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking. What's it? Fucking Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> yeah. Rip Van, Chris Van Winkle over here. Uh, but she gets startled when she hears the sound of rustling, thinking it's her dad, but it turns out that it's some disfigured man. Now, we don't get a close, close look. Yeah, but we know. It's Jason. Yeah. And he attacks her, grabs her, starts dragging her away, and then she's like, and then I blacked out. I don't know what happened. Now, what is this insinuating? Did he let her go or he raped her? I think, yeah, I think it's insinuating that he raped mm-hmm. her. I think it is. I don't like, know. Was he just like fucking, he's like Rick. He's all pent up. He's like, I'm a horny. <laughs> I've had a boner for two years. <laughs> but uh, but this is obviously <laughs> Jason prior to the events of part two. So maybe he hadn't killed anybody yet because maybe he's just like not a killer yet. Yeah, maybe. Wow. He's just a rapist at this point. He's just a fucking maniac it's rapist. Like you're not going to get pregnant because Trojans. I use, <laughs> I use them. <laughs> so does Shelly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but that's what I thought it was insinuating. Maybe. I don't know. Rick's reaction to her story is very funny, too, because he barely reacts at all. Oh, oh, well. It's like, well, that was two years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, if you told me a story about a disfigured person, like, grabbing you and dragging you in the woods, I'd be like, holy shit, that sounds terrifying. Now... Either, okay, so maybe Jason, okay, so like I said, this was before he killed anybody, right? Yeah. This happened two years ago, so he hadn't killed anybody from part two yet. Maybe, although he did kill Alice, because he killed Alice six months after oh, yeah. the events of part one. Yeah, maybe he wasn't sure if killing was for him. He just yeah. dipped his toes well, He just in the killed water. Alice, because like, he's like, hey, I'll get my loose revenge. Ends, yeah. yeah, just t- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saw her chop my mom's head off. I think I'm just. I need a closure. Yeah. yeah. Eye for an eye. Yeah. We're good now. Yeah. I'm going to just rape from here on out. <laughs> well, no. What I'm saying is maybe he didn't rape her. Maybe, well, maybe he was trying to, but maybe her dad and mom really were looking for her and he got scared off. Yeah, maybe. And that's why she woke up in her bed and she doesn't remember anything because she just blotted it out. But I think that that's what the insinuation was. Anyway, so Rick doesn't react. No. And then Rick's like, well, we better get back. <laughs> yep. Well, great story. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> We can have sex now. <laughs> exactly. He's like, I know you're raped, but that got me really. That story got me really hot. <laughs> I'm ready to plow. So <laughs> like, can I pretend like I'm disfigured and chase after you? Maybe I could crawl on top of you. <laughs> um, they they go to get in the car. The car won't start, of course, because dumbass left the lights on. Mm-hmm. The battery's dead. But it's a stick. 
Can't you just pop the clutch? Yeah, you should be able to. By the way, how does why why does that work? I don't know. <laughs> I said that to my wife when we were watching this movie. I go, can't they just pop the clutch? And she's like, yeah. I go, why does that work? And she's like, I don't know. Same, same reaction as you. Yeah. If you know why popping the clutch on a, on a stick <laughs> makes it start us. without a battery, I I have no clue. Like, I'm so stupid when it comes to cars. <laughs> I'm like, oh, car won't go. I better get a new one. <laughs> They're like, all it needs <laughs> well, is gas, sir. Oh, well. <laughs> she had a good run. <laughs> Two weeks. We had... <laughs> To a couple hundred miles together <laughs> of pure bliss. Every, every 300 miles I have to get, get a, a new, new car because I want to start. <laughs> it's the damnedest thing. So they decide they're going to walk back home. All right. Meanwhile, we got Andy and Shelly doing uh, juggling. <laughs> juggling for the 3D camera. Yep. Uh, Debbie's like, I know, how to, I know how to get rid of this. So she tells Andy they're going to go fuck. Yeah, I want to bang. <laughs> Whoop. Andy's like, you win, Shelly. <laughs> So they go bang in a hammock. Yeah. I don't know the logistics of how that, that works. Whatever. <laughs> they seem small enough and agile enough and young yeah, enough. They'll figure it can, out. They can do They're that. smart kids. I'm we'll not figure, nimble. We'll figure it out. I, I wouldn't have the coordination to do that. And besides, I'd be like, I'm in a hammock. Like, I just want to nap. Yeah, I'm just going to take a little, little snooze. And uh, Shelly's kind of uh, hitting, hitting on, on Vera. Vera. And she's not really having it. She kind of brushes him off. And then he call, like she walks away and calls her a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, Shelly, who's this nice like Jewish boy? Yeah, like uh, Vera. Vera's like, I'm gonna go take for, go for a walk, Shelly. When I come back, we'll talk. But I'm not gonna fuck you. Yeah. And she walks away, and he's like, "Bitch." <laughs> like you said, that was the first time you noticed. I never, that. Yeah, I'd never noticed that. Uh, I've seen that movie several times, and this is the first time I noticed he called her a bitch. Yeah, I I remember hearing that not that long ago, and and when I watched this movie, and then watching it again, I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot." He does. He calls her a bitch. But she goes out to the lake and uh, she gets scared because there's something like in the water. And then all of a sudden it like grabs her leg or whatever. And uh, out pops fucking Shelly. Wearing a hockey mask. And a wetsuit and a spear gun. Yeah, he changed quick. (laughs) And Vera's like, Shelly, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) Get away. He's He's like, oh, what's wrong? It was just a joke. Yeah. Like, I just want you to like me. I do like, like you. But not when you act like this. Yeah. And so he uh, he skedaddles, but he hears something off in the barn, so he goes and investigates it. And we don't see Shelly again. No. And then Chuck, uh, I think around this. Chuck and Chili are making popcorn. Yeah, and he like lights a joint or whatever. Oh, but by the way, when they're popping the popcorn, and it's and this is another 3D effect, oh, like yeah. the popcorn's just shooting out. Chuck's just opening his mouth trying, trying to catch, catch it. it. I like, like that. He's such a fucking stoner. Yeah. The power goes out, so uh, Chili says, hey, Chuck, go check the basement and the power. Well, he goes down. Well, before that happens is the scene where he's taking a shit. Like he has a similar scene. Oh to, yeah. Like he in goes part out, five. Yeah. He's like smoking a joint and shitting and then like somebody shakes it or something. Right. And Miguel Nunez. No, no, no. Can, no. In part five. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens again. Yeah. Like this one, like, there's like a, ooh, baby, ooh, baby. <laughs> Cause the enchiladas. Yeah. enchiladas. <laughs> yeah. But he's like taking a shit and then like, uh, hears a noise and he gets up and same deal as earlier. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't wipe or yeah. anything. Yeah. It's gross. Yep. But, uh, yeah. So I don't know what order these deaths happen. So I'll just tell you how they all die. Sure. Chuck gets thrown into the electrical fuse box. Yep. And he gets electrocuted. Debbie and Andy. Debbie's like, I gotta get your cum out of me, so I'm gonna go take, take a shower. shower. <laughs> Andy's like, He's doing a handstand. I'm gonna dry off my dick, so I'm gonna do a handstand. <laughs> Let the drops hit my face. 
He's doing a handstand. He gets hatcheted, right? He gets like cut in oh, half. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. He does. It's a good shot of that, too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Debbie goes back to the hammock afterwards. She doesn't hear anything, right? Uh, she goes back to the hammock and she's reading an article Fangoria. about Tom Savini and yeah. Fangoria. And blood starts dropping on her. She's like, where's this coming from? She looks from, up. Where did where did all the drops come from? <laughs> up. <laughs> well, she looks up. And sure as shit, there's uh, Andy like, like his mangled cut body. In half. Yeah. She gets stabbed through the back of the throat, a la Kevin Bacon. Very in the Kevin first Bacon. One. Yep. Oh, Vera. This oh, this is the this is the first time we ever see Jason yes. with the mask. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we glossed over this. Shelly was wearing the hockey mask. Yeah. And when he goes into the barn, he has the hockey mask. Now we see Jason, and Jason's wearing the hockey mask. So we can only assume what happened. Something has happened to Shelly, yeah. But, but she thinks at first of all, she's like, Who are you? Because like that's clearly not Shelly. Yeah. And she had dropped Shelly's wallet. Oh, that's right. Into in the, the water. Into the lake. She's like, I found your wallet. She first thinks it's Shelly. Yeah. And then but it's clearly not. Like this no, guy's like, twice his size and like a slender build. Buff, buff. dude. Yeah, and but several inches taller. <laughs> yeah, like a foot. Like a foot, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he's got like a spear gun. He like points out. He's like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's not funny. Well, Noosh. we got the 3D spear gun. Right to the eyeball. Uh, that's a great, the oh, great death. I love it. I love it's that. It's one of my favorites. So when NECA came out with the Friday 13th Part 3 action figure, um, they also came out with some accessories. And one of them is that pier. That's cool. And so the I had it like this for a while, but I don't have it like this anymore. But I had him on the pier holding the spear gun. That's pretty cool. Pointed right at you. So <laughs> That's awesome. I thought it looked awesome. I'm such a That's... fucking nerd. It's <laughs> cool. Anyway, uh so that now we got So yeah, now we got hockey mask hockey Jason. Mask Jason. All right. Uh who else? Chili gets Chili. a fire poker. Oh, Chili is burning popcorn. Yeah. Shelly comes walking in with his throat slit. Yeah, she thinks it's a joke again. Yep, because boy who cried wolf, right? Yeah. Shelly, you're a fuck. And then she realizes Shelly's really dead. She, she freaks out. Like oh She's like screaming, god. oh my god, he's dead. Everybody, Shelly's dead. And she's she, like running all through the house. She runs upstairs. She sees Debbie and Andy. Yeah. She's like, they're dead. <laughs> oh, she god. runs downstairs. Jason, meanwhile, picked up a fire poker, stabs her right through the... Yep. Stomach. stomach. She did. She did. By the way, Jason's really good at moving bodies. Yeah. Like he's, he's very quick. stealthy. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. quick and efficient. Yep. Cleans up his messes. Yep. Yeah. They don't show the scenes of him like using bleach <laughs> and like cleaning up, like wiping up blood. It's all, whew, <laughs> taking a break for like a, <laughs> a beer. A yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eating some of the popcorn. <laughs> Trying to catch it in his mouth. So Kermit and Chris come back <laughs> and, uh, I don't know why the power's out. Let me go check. And he, this guy proceeds to try every light switch. And it's like, homie, the power yeah, is out. It's the breaker panel. Like, <laughs> Come on, man. Like, it's not just a bulb, okay? I don't know where everybody is. <laughs> yeah, something's wrong. Yeah, somebody kill this man, please. <laughs> Thankfully, we have Jason to do this for us. So Paul's like, I'm going to, or yeah, is it Paul? Rick. Rick. I'm sorry. Everybody's name's Paul in these movies. Yeah, this except for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh rick's like uh i'm gonna go check the breaker you wait here and chris is like i'm gonna come with you and he's like no you wait here this is a man's job and only men can do this yeah you do as i say woman <laughs> yeah. smacks her on the butt 
<laughs> I love it when you get rowdy. Like, anyway, this fucking pig. He goes out <laughs> and he uh, he gets caught by Jason. Yeah. And Chris is like, uh, Rick, Rick. And we could see Rick has got his mouth covered by Jason. And now Rick gets killed in one of the coolest ways ever. It's awesome. Jason, you you describe it. He like grabs both sides of his head and just pushes it in and just crushes his head so hard that like blood is like gushing out and his eyeball pops out <laughs> right at the camera. Boop. Again, clearly on a string. Yes. But <laughs> awesome nonetheless. It still looks cool. And uh and he fucking croaks. Yeah. So Chris Thank is God. Give it the frog croaks. <laughs> oh god. Oh my eyeball. <laughs> I'm still alive here. Oh god. <laughs> oh, kill me. Finish me off. Please. I still have a boner. <laughs> Just finish me off that finish way. Finish me off that way as well. A little, little hand relief. Oh, up here, Jason. <laughs> I'll just pretend you're just Chris. a scene of Jason like that. Jacking the guy off. <laughs> Don't think you're wearing that mask because I'm going to cover your face. <laughs> oh, shit. You're going yeah, like to look like a glazed donut when I'm done with you. <laughs> and toaster strudel. <laughs> oh god so jason chris is the last one left and she starts discovering dead bodies and shit and she starts running and hiding all over the place and again it's just like uh, it's just like the fucking game though it's like i knew exactly where she was going i was like that's a closet usually it has health spray but most of the time it actually doesn't (laughs) because i always look for that and i'm always disappointed Uh, and she, she finds, finds uh, Debbie's dead body and she takes smartly takes the knife out of her body. Yep. And she now stabs Jason and she stabs him in the knee. Yeah. And he emotes. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah. Jason makes noise. Yeah, he makes noise in this movie. And he runs. Yep. Just like in two, he runs in this one. Uh, she goes, Chris is not dumb. She goes right to the van. She's like, fuck, I'm not going to look yeah, for everybody else. Out of here. I'm out of here. She starts up the van. Right. Now, keep in mind, Ali. Yeah, and they Loco siphon had the gas. Siphon the gas, but she starts it up. She gets right to the bridge, and the van stops. Yep. She's like, "What the fuck?" Jason's coming after her. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? She looks down. She sees, "Oh, the fuel's low. Just switch to the reserves." Yeah. Brilliant. Come yeah. on. She's smart. Yep. But it's too late because that bridge is rickety. Dad spent all the money on the horse fucking supplies. <laughs> he hasn't fixed the yeah, goddamn. Reinforce the bridge. Yeah. Just breaks under like one van driving over it. Come yeah. on now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the bridge starts uh, to to break. Uh, Jason reaches in through the window. I don't know why she had the window down. He reaches <laughs> in through the up. window. She rolls it up, traps his hands. <clears throat> he gives it the old headbutt. But she escapes out the other side. She goes run into the barn. Yep. She hides smartly. She Yeah. She's like, well, she hangs. <laughs> well, not smartly. <laughs> she hides. But uh, her strength. It was to- smart of her to hide. She yeah. didn't hide smartly. She picked smartly. a bad spot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like uh, hanging from the rafters. Jason is pissed. Yeah, he's like looking all over the place. Dude, and, and he's like throwing shit. He's pissed. Yeah. Smashing things. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it's awesome. He's, he's just raging. He's, and then he stands there and he looks up. Right when he looks up, she falls on top of him. Yeah. Knocks him down. Okay, that's cool. Uh, she climbs back up, puts a hay bale over the top of the, um, like where the ladder goes. Yeah. She like bashes him with a shovel. Yeah. She grabs a shovel. Well, he comes up. He pushes that hay bale off like... It's nothing. Yeah. Like made of styrofoam. Like, Fuck this hay bale. <laughs> oh, uh, wait a second. Does Ali... Oh. Not yet. He's going to pop up in a second. Okay. She bashes him with the shovel. She ties the swinging rope that Fox was like, this feels good. She ties that around his neck and pushes him out from the top of the um, barn. Hanging Yeah. Him. Yep. Exactly. 
She goes back down, and Jason, like, one-handed, just... Yep, he ain't dead. Pulls himself up. I when like he, this part. He pulls, yeah, pulls his own mask off and, like, shows her face, like, hey, bitch, remember me? And then she does, and she's like, <laughs> it's you. It's you. Right as Jason's about ready to kill her, Ali comes out. Yeah, he's alive. And he's got the machete, and he's like, fuck you, motherfucker. Jason's like, whatever. Grabs a machete, chops off Ali's arm, yeah. kills him. <laughs> I love that Ali gets, like, uh, a chance to redeem himself, only to immediately die. <laughs> And doesn't even inflict a scratch on Jason. Yeah. Uh, and then he hacks him up, like he chops yeah. off his arms and then just proceeds to just go to yeah, town he's like, on him I with a machete. I, ki- I thought I killed you earlier, but <laughs> Get, I was sure wrong. Finish the job. Chris grabs a hatchet or an axe. Yep. And she gives him one final right swing right to the upper left side of the mask. Yeah. Cracking the mask. Jason gives one last like <laughs> reaches out to the, the 3D camera. And then falls over dead. Yeah. Chris awakens on a rowboat <laughs> like you do yeah that's the thing well she like goes out to it yeah 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 that's right and then she yeah, wakes up screaming in the morning and she wakes up and then all of a sudden she sees jason in the house like, yeah looking the out through the window without the mask on and he's like i'm gonna get you bitch <laughs> he doesn't say that but this is the look he gets and yeah, then he's like, like oh shit and then he tears the door down and he's running after her and she's like looking down scrambling and she looks back up and it was all just in her imagination he wasn't really doing that. Yeah. Oh, we can relax now. <laughs> Out from the water comes Pamela Voorhees' corpse. Zombified. Pulls her. and shit. Pulls her in. She yeah. wakes up. Or no, cut to. I'm sorry. She doesn't wake up. It cuts to the cops at the barn. And the cops are like, what the fuck's wrong with this chick? She's the only one <laughs> left alive. Uh, we got dead. the killer's dead in the barn and everything. She's crazy. They grab her, they put her in the squad car, and she's like laughing maniacally. Yeah. Because she's gone bad. She's gone cuckoo. And away she goes. End of movie. Yep. Jason's dead. Get the disco music again. Get the disco music. Jason's dead. I'll go first. Sure. I fucking love this movie. I fucking love it. There's so many flaws. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, God, there's so much I could talk about where I could be like, this doesn't make any sense. Clearly yeah. this doesn't make any sense. And um, I think we covered a lot of it that I was like, these people are fucked up. The <laughs> acting is not good at all. And uh, nobody was hired because of their acting no. abilities. Like uh, Shelly, uh, Larry Zerner, he was standing on the side of a street when someone approached him and was like, hey, do you want to be are in a movie? Are you serious? Yeah. Want to be in a movie? Like, what kind of movie, sir? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was like not into acting at all. He just got this like awesome. accidentally almost. I love like, stuff like that. So do I, but it like, but it shows. It doesn't happen to me. <laughs> yeah, like it's I want to be in a, I want to be yeah. a horror movie. Exactly, I could do some shitty acting. Can't we be like the swearwolves in a horror movie and I get think killed? So. Absolutely. Like someone needs to like reach out to us and be like, "Hey, we're doing a movie. I won't even ask for pay." Yeah, just put or us like, in your movie so you can kill us. If it's a studio flick, like maybe they have to pay because of union type stuff. Okay, I understand. Just pay me like the minimum. minimum. Yeah, like pay me as a day player. I don't even care. But. uh I don't know, but I will be in a fucking horror movie. I don't even care what fuck movie it is. I'll be in it. I'll review it honestly, but <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, I'll be a dumbass, like whatever you want. You want to yeah. be a jock? You want to be a stoner? I don't, I don't care. I think we should just be the swearwolves. Yeah, we should there you just go. be two douchebags. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, somebody kill these guys. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, what do you guys? Oh, hey, want to hear another dick joke? <laughs> somebody kill them. <laughs> They're talking about poop again. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Time to die. We can do a myriad of voices that we do. We can, we have. Talents and yeah, and just make ourselves just just super despicable. annoying. Yeah, yeah. Just, that you just, just want us us. to die. 
yeah. Those are the best deaths that we're like waiting for. It. Yeah. Kill this You're guy. like, Jason, just fucking kill this guy. Yeah. And then he does. Yeah. Like, I would love to be in a Friday 13th oh. movie. Like, I think yeah. I would cream my shorts. If I, someone was like, I. we're going to put you in a Friday 13th movie, I'd be mm-hmm. like, yes, you are. Yep. <laughs> and I'm going to love every minute of it. Exactly. I have to wear a condom the whole time I'm acting. Yep. Because there'll be a fucking silver dollar. Like, oh, yeah. There'll be a silver dollar right there on the pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I love this fucking movie. I think it is my favorite of the series. Mm. Um, uh, I from the soundtrack to this, I think the story is actually pretty good. Like I said, holes aside, like of certain logic choices, but this is a horror movie after all. I think it's a very complete story. I think it's a good continuation it's mm-hmm. not just the same old shit it is the same old shit without being the same old shit it's not just another group of counselors like they've gotten away from the counselors right one yeah. or two were counselor based this is just a kids group going of kids out for a going, weekend yeah. yeah and i think they they handled it really well i think the story was really good so regardless of all that um i'm gonna give it three and a half pamela Voorhees heads this is hard because I've said before, six is still my favorite, Yeah. but I put six, three, and spoiler alert, four, kind of all on the same level. So I was like, uh, which one do I rate? So I'm going to give it the same rating that I gave six. So I'm going to give this three and a half also. Yeah. I agree. This movie's just a lot of fun. It's so It's much so fun. stupid. The characters are so one-dimensional. It has elements of all the things I hate about horror movies, and yet somehow it works. It's fucking awesome. It's just oh, fun. By the way, I forgot to mention Richard Brooker. Oh, yeah. Awesome, Jason. He's good. Awesome, Jason. He's got like an interesting gait. Like he's a little bit cockeyed, like when he walks and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. He looks like a Scooby-Doo villain. He does. Like his hands. Yeah. Like our long arms. Mm-hmm. And, a little gangly. Yeah. 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 He was awesome. I agree. And he gave that Jason that look. And that's the Jason that everybody fell in love with. Baghead Jason has its place. And I'm not disparaging nah. Steve Dash nor Warrington Gillette. Well, I will disparage them, but... Warrington <laughs> Gillette, at least. But no, I'm just kidding. He's fine. Those guys did just fine for the movie that they were in. But the reason why Jason is Jason is starts with this movie. Yeah. And that's the other reason why I put this high because this starts the Jason that the we hockey all mask know era. Yes. Right. Yeah. I and agree. that's the Jason we all fell in love with. And the music is cool. Fucking um, awesome. The opening titles, like with like the disco music, I love it. It's very 80s. Like the 3D gimmick is super cheesy. It's just. Yeah. It's just fun. Also, uh, Chris being a brunette, yeah, final girl. Plus, I mean, I think she is one of the prettiest final girls. I agree. of the of the series. Yeah, uh, that's not to take anything away from any of the other women. No, but um, I think she is uh, probably the prettiest in my in my opinion. Yes, and I got a little bit of a crush on Chris Higgins when yeah. I was younger. Yeah, she's she's cutie. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, she, I'm, a, I'm a brunette kind of guy. She's 87 years old now. <laughs> 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 Speaking of people that are old, let's talk about this movie, Friday the 13th, the final <laughs> let's chapter. Let's talk about Ted White. Let's talk about Ted White. Uh, God bless him. Friday the 13th, the final chapter came out in 1984, written by Barney Cohen, directed by Joseph Zito. Same Zito? Guy that, Zito, I think. The same guy that did uh, The Prowler, right? Did The Prowler. And um, oh, one thing that I forgot to mention was uh, what's his name? Steve Miner went on to direct House oh, yeah. and Halloween H2O. Like he has a successful career of horror movie directing, but anyway, Joseph Zito directed the Prowler. Yeah. Uh, Music by Harry Manfredini. Again, Uh, he does pretty much all the scores. I think up until uh, seven or eight. I think it's seven. I think he, I think it is too. Cause I think seven have it, but I think the score has some older cues. Yes. But the new stuff is somebody else. Yeah. I remember correctly. I think you're right. 
parts. Oh, he did do part six. Yeah, he did do he part, did part six. six. Yeah, yeah, that's original stuff. But I think you're right in that they call back some of his score, but it's not. Right. And I think that's kind of the story for seven on, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Jason goes to hell. I, I don't, don't either. The, I doubt it. I almost never want to review that movie, by the way. But <laughs> I haven't a, seen that movie in probably 20 years. I haven't seen it since I saw it in the theater. <laughs> that that was uh, like with uh, Freddy. That's bad. Freddy's, Freddy's dead. dead. Yeah. yeah like, I saw the bottom of the barrel in the theater. They came out like one right after another. <laughs> um, okay. So he did the music. Starring. Uh, now, unlike the last movie, this movie has more name cast. A little bit more. Uh, we got Feldog right away. Corey Feldman is Tommy Jarvis. <laughs> Right. We got uh, Kimberly Beck as Trish Jarvis. Okay. Um, but we got Peter Barton, who was in, uh, what was that movie? Oh, um, Hell Knight? Hell Knight. Yeah. Yeah. As Doug. Crispin Glover. Yeah. As Jimmy. Crispin Glover. This was <laughs> pre Back to the Future, like right before Back to the Future came out. Yep. So this was pre that. Lawrence uh, Monison as Ted. Now, he was in like The Last American Virgin. Uh, he did a couple other movies, but he was a, oh, okay. He was a pretty regular actor uh, throughout the '80s, I mm. think, the early '80s. So, and then of course we got Ted White as Jason Voorhees. Now he was uncredited. Yeah, by choice. By choice. Uh, we can talk about that. You want to talk about that now, or do you want to talk about that when, during our reviews? Eh, don't matter. Let's talk about it now. <laughs> Ted White was pissed at Joseph Zito. Yeah, he said he was a difficult, <laughs> like, yeah, he was mean to the crew and to the actors and that he wasn't, like, giving, like, proper safety precautions. Yeah, specifically to the actress, um, one of the actresses dies in the lake. Yeah, and her, I guess it was freezing, right? Well, in her death scene, she's not in the water, she's on the boat, but how they had to do it was half, that was a fake body, because mm-hmm. she gets stabbed from uh, under. And her real body was half in the water. Oh, okay. Well, her upper half was not. She ended up getting hypothermia. Yeah, I read that. Because that scene took so long that uh, Ted White pretty much yelled at Joseph Zito and was like, you need to fucking get her out of there. Yeah. Um, also, Peter Barton's character. Oh, in the shower? Uh, he was like, you need to put... Cra- the, these Padding. guys are doing their stunts. You need to put the correct precautions in there. Because he was an old stuntman. Yeah. An old, old stuntman. He like, was like 58 or something, right? He was in his, time? definitely in his 50s when, uh, and he's still alive. He's uh, 93. 94? 94. Did, he just had a birthday. He just had a birthday. Um, but uh, we met him a couple years ago at uh, Monster Palooza. Son of Monster Palooza? It was, yeah, it was, I don't know. One I don't of those know if it was two. Son. It was one of the Monster Paloozas. And uh, he was still with it. Like, yeah. He was still coherent. He was signing autographs. He was like. He was quiet, but oh, he was, was, was nice. It was at Sun. I think it was Sun. Because I think it was when I first got my mask. It was the first convention I went to with you. And I bought that mask. Oh, was that the same one? I think so. And CJ Graham and him both were there. I think it was. It doesn't fucking matter, you guys. Nobody cares. (laughs) But anyway, this was a couple years back. He was still in his 90s when we met him. Yeah. Um, But he he still does some, well, not now. Oh. oh yeah, no conventions, no conventions, and, and 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 realistically, an older person probably should no shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't be, doing, be that. doing conventions anyway. Yeah, but he was a really good advocate. But he also told them he's like, "Fuck you, I don't want my name on this." Yeah, so just kind of cool, uncredited. Yep, Jason like, Voorhees go, as himself. I'm gonna go do Starman now. Yeah, yeah, and he went on to do other stuff. But um, anyway, release date April thirteenth, nineteen eighty four. Budget two, so April thirteenth, nineteen eighty four. So this is April. The last one was September, August. 
So yeah, a little bit of time had passed. It's like sixteen yeah. months. Uh, two point two million dollar budget, thirty three million dollar well done box office. So not as not as successful as part three, but uh, successful nonetheless as far as money goes. And this was this was promoted as being the final this chapter, yep. right? This is it. This is the end. Uh, even Savini came back to do the makeup. Yeah, because he wanted to be like if Jason's over, like I, I created I him. Hit, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. All right, this is the direct sequel to part three. Yep. Much like three was to two. This is more so four is to three, except for one thing. <laughs> okay. I'm going to point out a flaw right here. When the cops take Chris away, it's daylight at the beginning of this movie. When the it's cops nighttime. are there, it's nighttime. I just took it as there was so much like death and that so they much couldn't shit remove that... the bodies until nighttime. Well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe They'd take pictures and stuff. Yeah. What was the budget of part three? Did you have that? 2.2. Same oh, as the this same. One. Okay. Cause this movie feels like the budget was bigger. Didn't um, you feel that way? I think the special effects seem more. Well, even like the beginning we get helicopters and yeah. cop cars and ambulances and all that stuff. That's true. I don't know. It just felt like I would have guessed a, a higher budget. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anywho. Well, they had to, they ran out. That's why they didn't have stunt people on some of the stuff is because they ran out of maybe money. Maybe they ran out of money. Yeah. Spent it all so on helicopters. They, yeah. Maybe they spent it on certain shit but um but it picks up right where basically three leaves off and uh they're moving bodies yeah and we do get like clips of parts one through three just like the others so there's a quick little quick little recap but i did want to mention that i think this is the best recap yeah it's short of all of them because it encompasses all all the movies three prior movies and it's narrated by fucker from uh, paul actually from part two telling the campfire story yeah and it keeps cutting back and we see all the deaths that mm-hmm. happened and it yeah, i think this is the best like agreed pr- uh flashback whatever what do we call that synopsis yeah. best best like whatever intro like a recap recap yeah. thank you i i don't know the english language <laughs> when when we do pick up it's directly in the barn and the ambulance drivers are there and they're picking up all the bodies and these specific two that we're following are picking up jason's body mm-hmm Put them in a body bag, haul them off to the hospital. All right. Fucking A. <laughs> you my know, our coroner? Yeah. Axel? This fucking guy. Yeah, Axel. He's the coroner at the hospital or whatever, I guess, his job I is. I guess. I don't know. And uh, he's got all the bodies. And, um, and he's like eating, like puts his food like on Jason's body. And and I would think that coroners probably do act a little bit like that. But yeah. what skeeves me out the most about this guy is his perviness. He's very pervy. And uh, he's watching. Okay. So I had to text David this last night because I was <laughs> looking this up. But he's watching this aerobics video and he's like fucking almost jerking off to it. Yeah. He's just watching the ladies. And I was like, and what and is stuff? this? Yeah. And it was an actual thing. Oddly enough, a, a girl from Friday the 13th Part 6 was in this. Yeah. And I think she's even in the clip that he's watching. Yes. She's the one who gets killed on the in the um, the RV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets her face bashed in. That death is awesome. Yeah. In Part 6. But anyway, he's watching this aerobics video and I looked it up and it was an actual aerobics video movie called Aerobicize 1982, in parentheses, I guess, is when it came out. And... Uh, it was shown on like Showtime, hmm. probably because it was like kind of sexual. Yeah, kind of hot. I guess it's a bunch of watching people exercise. People in leotards, like and mirrors, and like 
rubbing their butts. <laughs> was it three? It was only one chick, right? And just mirrors. It was just one girl, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Anyway, it's on YouTube. You can look it up. I sent it to David last night. <laughs> Did you watch any of it? No, I didn't watch it. But it's funny. Yeah, you texted me and I was like, all. I was like, yeah, this is a girl from part six. And you're like, I think we're looking up the same things tonight. <laughs> yeah, I was looking up all the same trivia. Research. <laughs> kind of like the only research I do. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he's watching this like jerking off. There's this nurse. He's like, fuck jerking off. I'm going to go try to fuck this nurse. <laughs> Apparently he's banged her before. He kind of, it kind of reminded me of Halloween too. Yes, very much. Uh, like the relationship that that one EMT yeah. has with the one nurse. But uh, anyway, they get ready to start banging. And then Jason's arm like falls off the. Yeah. Like off the gurney. Off the gurney and scares them. Which Axel like overreacts. Like, fuck, motherfucker, fuck, fuck, fucking fuck. <laughs> the girl's like, "Fuck you, Axel. I'm out of here." Yeah, she says his name a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it? What was it Eddie Murphy named Axel Foley? Axel Foley. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought of too. Oh yeah. Axel is sitting there and he's like still watching the porn, whatever. And this is a cool kill. Yeah. Jason takes a hacksaw, like a bone saw. It's awesome. To his neck, slices it, and then spins his head 360 or 180. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's fucking great. Yeah. So Jason's not dead. No. He just got a flesh wound to his skull. He's been faking it so he could get to the <laughs> hospital. He's breathing very shallow. Yeah. He got his pulse way down. Yeah. He's meditating. He scored a negative on his heart <laughs> test. Yeah. They're like, uh, you got a negative 10, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Then he finds the nurse. Finds the nurse. And like guts her with yeah. a scalpel. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Kills her. Yeah. We do find out later on that uh, Jason's body, as well as two of the staff members from the hospital, went missing. So they do acknowledge the fact that they can't find Jason's body, but people just assume that it got stolen. Yeah. Because he was dead. Yeah. So it's it's been a couple of days, I guess, now when we go to uh, the Jarvis household. We meet Tommy Jarvis, who is Corey Feldman, Trish, who is his older sister, and their mom. Tracy. Yeah. And uh, they have a dog, too. Gordon. 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 You got a girlfriend, (laughs) Gordon? (laughs) When I was a kid, my next-door neighbors had a dog named Gordon. Oh. Was that last name Jarvis? No. Was it a a golden retriever? It was. Nice. Um, By the way, Corey Feldman? Awesome little actor. I always thought that that yeah. kid could act when he was a kid. Uh, not so much later on in life, like his movies sucked. <laughs> but the movies he was in, I always thought he did a really good job. Yeah, agreed. And I thought he did really good in this mm-hmm. in this movie. You know, the only reason why he wasn't in part five is because they were, I think they were filming Goonies. Oh, okay. And he yeah, wanted he, to do it. He's in like one scene, right? At the beginning. that's probably all they could get him. Yeah. They, yeah I think they filmed it like in somebody's backyard or something. Yeah. 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 You're right. Um. So he wanted to do it. It wasn't like he was like, no, I'm not going to do fucking horror movies anymore. He was like, yeah, I'll fucking do it. But I'm doing the Goonies. Uh, that's a Richard Donner. Wasn't that Richard Donner? Yeah, it's Donner. And Steven Spielberg production. Yeah, he he so. chose wisely. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do this. So yeah. anyway. Uh, we meet them. We meet the teenagers. Oh, yeah. The teenagers. So we got Crispin Glover and uh, Ted. Uh, what's Crispin Glover's character's name? Jimmy. Jimmy and Ted. And they're like best buds. They're sitting in the back of this fucking car joking around uh jimmy says oh god i'm horny yeah and then he's like uh talking about this girl that dumped him and so ted like breaks out his fake computer right he's just boop, typing boop, in boop. the air and he's like oh i see the problem and he's like what 
And he's like, you're a dead fuck. And he proceeds to call Jimmy a dead fuck the entire the whole movie. movie. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. Um, by the way, when we first meet this group of kids, they're like singing some fucking camp song as they're <laughs> driving in this station wagon. And I was like, if I'm ever in the car with you on a road trip and I go, hey, want to sing some campfire songs? <laughs> Please get, hit me. Get the, the nuts. fuck out of here. <laughs> Please pull the car over and let me off. I'll, I'll be like, hey, um, can you reach and grab? And I, I like, you got to take your seatbelt off for just a second. I'll just slam on the brakes and eject you right through the windshield. Yes. <laughs> and then just drive away. Yep. They pass a hitchhiker. This fucking oh, this poor woman. <laughs> she's, oh. uh, she's hitchhiking and uh, she's like, Peace and love. She's like an old time hippie, I yeah. guess. She's a little portly. Holding the sign. But uh, they pass and they're like, uh, we can't fit her in the car. And so they're just like, sorry. And they pass her. And Ted yells out at her. He's like, hey, baby, got a friend? Woof, woof. Or something like, <laughs> something that. like that. She turns the sign around and says, says fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> she uh, starts eating a banana. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was an odd choice. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Then uh, Jason, like, knifes her through the neck, right? Yep. While she's eating her nanner. And she squeezes that nanner. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. It was weird. I don't know why they had that. Just, just to pad the count. Pad the count. Yep. Yeah, they have more kills. Yep. I think every movie has more kills. This one definitely has one. the most, at least, of the first four, for yeah. sure. Well, what did they say? Part two, seven people died or eight? Part three, they say at the beginning of part four that ten people died. Hmm. Well, including Jason, that would be 11, but he killed 10 people, three bikers and 17, seven kids. Oh, maybe that one's higher. This so, one just feels, I don't know. I don't know how many die in this one. A lot. <laughs> A lot. Well, you got, okay, let's, we'll count them real quick. We got Axel and the nurse, the hitchhiker. All these people are about ready to die. So this is a spoiler alert. <laughs> Everybody else, but Trish and Tommy. Yeah. So you got Rob. The, the camper. The mom dies. Yep. Uh, Jimmy. Ted. Paul. And his girlfriend. D- yeah, I can't remember. Her the name. other girl and Peter Barton. Twins. The twins. Yeah. I think there's like 13 or 14 yeah, there's deaths. there's a lot. So part four has like 14 deaths. Nice. Somewhere around there. Yeah, there's so a lot. There's a lot. A lot of killing. And including Jason dying at the end. It's like 15. A lot of, lot of death. Yeah. Destruction. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the kids come. So we got uh, those two Nimrods in the backseat. There's also uh, two boy, two boys and two girls. And they're kind of like paired up. Yeah. Not really important. Yeah. None two these, couples, Ted and Jimmy. Yeah. By the way, none of these characters are really that important. No. Like we don't, we don't care about most of them. No. There's nothing to care about. They arrive at the house and uh, the Jarvises go out to greet them because Gordo Fucking went and barked at him. Yeah, they're like right across the street, basically. And they're about the same age as Trish. So they're like, hey, you should come hang out with us. We're going to yeah. be here for the week or whatever. Trish's mom is a little suspect. I don't know why. Well, yeah, probably because there was teenagers. a fucking serial killer. <laughs> yeah, that might have something to do with it. Oh, we should talk about Tommy Jarvis real quick. He's kind of a fucking nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got like a bunch of masks and stuff that he makes. He's like he's playing Zaxxon. Yeah, playing Zaxxon. That's right. He um, peeps on a couple of them. Uh, was it oh, yeah. Paul and Sam while well, they're getting ready to bang? He's like oh, looking yeah. through the window and he's like, <laughs> I, th- I think that's the funniest scene because that's exactly how I would have. Oh, well, yeah. Maybe not jumping up and down on the bed, but he's all excited. He's like, I'm going to see some boobies. Yep. Um, and then mom comes in. He like pretends like he's sleeping, <laughs> which is what you would do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
You know how many times I pretended like I was asleep oh, to my parents? Dude, all the time. Like, and I wasn't even up to anything. No. I was just like, I just don't want to talk to them. <laughs> oh, I didn't do that. Like, I would do, like, um, if, like, parents were watching something that I knew that they probably wouldn't want me to watch, I'd just pretend, like, if I was in the living room, like, I was just sleeping on the floor. Yeah. Or sleeping on the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, every once in a while, just kind of peek, like, <laughs> and if the catch is going to be like, oh, oh, oh yeah. I'm just turning. David, why don't you go to bed? Oh, I'm too comfortable. Uh, carry me. Uh, <laughs> just stay there. <laughs> stay there, you fucking idiot. <laughs> You're 15. <laughs> You're 15 years old. <laughs> You're 21 years old. When are you going to move out? David, go to your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, get in your car and drive to your house. David, we're on a Zoom call. <laughs> just shut the computer just off. Turn off your camera. No, no, yeah. just carry me. <laughs> oh God. Um, I think it's the next day now. We meet the twins. Yeah, this actually, and Terry. there's there's a few days that I think happen, don't they? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, they all go skinny dipping. They all go skinny dipping. We see some boobs. Yep, we almost see a wiener. <laughs> Thankfully, we don't. <laughs> I was a little disappointed. You're pausing it, or did you put it in slow mo? I was frame like, I know frame? that thing's flopping. Yeah, let me see running. It. it was very cold. Yeah, there was, I didn't see any bouncing. <laughs> yeah, they meet these twins, Tina. What'd you say, Tina and Terry? Yeah, they're like the Doubleman twins. Yeah, they're like riding they bikes. Really are. Even. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Trish and Tommy come, and Tommy's like, "Oh, boobs." Mm-hmm. Trish is like, "Turn around." She's such a prude. Yeah, don't look. Meanwhile, okay, so then they. I'll get back to her being a prude in a second. So they're all like, hey, Trish, we're having a party at our house tonight. You should come over. And she's like, all right, cool. We'll be there. They get back in the car. I guess she's driving Tommy to town because he needs some parts at Radio Shack or some shit. I don't know. (laughs) One of his projects. Many projects. He's like a mini makeup artist also. Yeah. Little Sabini. Well, on their way there, the car breaks down. And this is where we get introduced to Rob. Yep. And Rob is the sibling of Sandra from part two. Yep. Sandra was the one who got killed, uh, stabbed with a um, spear while she was fucking her boyfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's her brother, and he's coming to hunt Jason. This is yeah. where we find out. I like out. that they don't spell that out right away. Yeah. He just says, my name is Rob Dyer. Like, so yeah. unless you like really remembered yeah. like the last name, yeah, you wouldn't know who this guy is. Yeah. It makes very little sense, though, I'll, I'll be on, to be honest <laughs> with you, because it's only been about five days since his sister died, and he's already like... In full Rambo mode. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they haven't even had the funeral yet. Yeah. Yeah. She's not even in the Like, earth. there's been 20 people who died in the past five days. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's already like, I'm out here. And then that's when he says that stuff to Trish, she's like, but Jason's dead. No. And body's missing. Yeah. That's when he says that. And so yeah. he's like, I know he's coming back here. Anyhow, it doesn't fucking matter. So they, he they helps meet, them fix a the car. They yeah. take him to the house. And yeah, so then Tommy's like, finally another person, right? Because yeah. I guess he's so isolated out here that he's like, I want to show you my room. And it's kind of weird. He like holds his hand. He's like, come upstairs with me, strange man. Yeah. And the mom's, and the mom's like, like, okay. Yep. Go have for fun, it. you too. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Mother of the year. <laughs> but Trish is also that way. She's like, so if you ever want to come back, Trish is like hornballing it up for this Rob. <laughs> Cause she's like, you can come back, come back anytime. You want to sleep in my room? Come on. Uh, what are you doing out there? You know, she's like all over this guy. Mm. And he's like, listen, I just, I'm going hunting. All right. Leave, yeah, me, leave, leave me, me the fuck alone. All right. Everybody starts dying. Yeah. Jason starts killing everybody. Yep. So it all starts with the Crispin Glover dance party. Yeah. Crispin Glover's dancing. You know what song he was really dancing to? Was it back in black? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah we were reading the same <laughs> bullshit. IMDB trivia page. There you go. 
<laughs> yep. A lot of hard research. <laughs> if it's not on IMDb or Wikipedia. Pull up the website scroll. <laughs> if it's not on IMDb or Wikipedia, we don't know anything yeah, else. No. <laughs> we just know made up stories that we've heard. I heard yeah, one time. Yeah, I read. Anyway, Crispin Glover's dancing like a lunatic. <laughs> but you know what? He's having fun. And then fucking Paul. It's it, like. He really cock blocks him. Yeah, he takes the record off and puts on a slow song. Yeah. And Crispin Glover's. Like, You've seen how I dance. I can't dance to this. I need <laughs> what to be, am I supposed to do? Yeah, he's doing like the uh, like spaz, like a Lorraine Bennis uh, full body dry heave, <laughs> or Elaine. Elaine. Bennis. Elaine. Uh, yeah, she can't dance either. Was it <laughs> the full the body thumbs? dry heave with the thumbs and the <laughs> kicking leg? His dance was far superior to hers. Yes, I think I think Crispin Glover's dance moves actually like are pretty pretty. Pretty dope. Pretty fucking rad. <laughs> you ever see that movie Can't Buy Me Love? Yeah. When uh, Patrick Dempsey is trying to learn how to dance and he's watching what he thinks is American Bandstand, but it turns out to be like some African mating ritual <laughs> that he's watching and he goes to the dance and he starts doing it and then everybody thinks he's cool. Yeah. And they think that dance That's is how you cool. Dance. But the nerds off in the corner are like, is he doing this African mating ritual? <laughs> Hang on. Uh, so everybody starts pairing off to go. Well, actually I should say this. One of the twins has got the hots for Paul, Paul's girlfriend, who, by the way, Sam, 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 who's the other chick, the the one who's a virgin. Oh, that's Sarah, right? All right. So Sarah basically calls Samantha a fucking slut. She's like, you sleep with everybody. (laughs) And Samantha (laughs) doesn't take offense to it. She's just like, meh. It's like, that's my reputation. Yep, that's my reputation. But anyway, her boyfriend's Paul, and then Paul starts He's dancing with on one the, of the double mints, yeah. So Samantha's like, well, I'm going to go for a walk, Paul. Paul's like, okay. Okay, have fun. And so she goes out to the lake and skinny dips, mm. and <laughs> and, uh, and Paul, she's like, Paul's going to be after me any second now. And then she hears noise. She's like, Paul? I know it's you, Paul. She must say that a hundred times. Yeah, Paul? Paul, quit playing around. She's on a raft. This is her face when she gets stabbed. She, I, I got to do this visually for David, but she goes like this. <laughs> like sticks her tongue out to the side. She sticks her tongue out and crosses her eyes and she's all. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. It's a good face. But it's awesome. Uh, she dies. Yeah. Jason pops out. He must have been like holding the world record for breath holding. Yeah. Well, listen, he lived in a lake for a long... I for guess. The, for, yeah, he pops out <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> gets her. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Jimmy and Tina go upstairs to bang. Yeah. Paul, like, Paul goes and looks, oh, yeah, he goes and looks, looks for, for her, finally. Yeah. And he swims out to, to try out to scare her. Yeah, he's going to scare her. So he goes out there, but Jason stabs him right in the balls. Yeah, he gets a harpoon like through the dick. <laughs> and then flung Woo! over his shoulder. Flung by the dick. Oh, <laughs> I can't feel good. You know, if you're not dead from that, you're wishing you were. Mm-hmm. So Paul might still be out in the lake treading <laughs> water. <laughs> but Nursing his severed penis. <laughs> yep. That's what you get, dude, yep. for trying to fuck everybody. Yep. Now your dick don't work. You had a girlfriend. She was going to fuck you. You had to blow it. But instead, she's cross-eyed with her tongue out, <laughs> and you have no dick. <laughs> Life lessons. <laughs> so Jimmy goes upstairs with uh, one of the tw- twins. Yeah. Trish? Or not Trish. Tina. Tina. And then the other twins downstairs. Ted's trying to hit on the other twin, but she's not having it. No. Nobody wants Ted. <laughs> Poor Ted. He's yep. just got to watch that fucking like old, st- old stag film old, or something in black and white. It's weird. 
It's so stupid. Yeah, and he's laughing. Like, he's not, like, turned on or By anything. By the way, Lawrence Monison was really high during that scene. I read that, too. Yeah. yeah. He was really stoned. <laughs> I think, didn't he say it was the first time he ever smoked? I, I don't remember and that. Then, and then he, he wished he hadn't. Yeah, but he was just like, I'm a method actor. <laughs> yep, <laughs> smoke some pot. Yeah. So, and you could tell he was really stoned, too. His eyes. Yeah. He's, like, pinholes. <laughs> like, he's just like... Um, but anyway, uh, Jimmy goes upstairs. He fucks that chick. And then he asks her, was I a dead fuck? And she's like, no. And no, he's like, great. yeah. Awesome. So he goes down and he throws her panties to Ted. Yeah, look at it. Yeah, it's like a trophy. Yeah, check out the skid marks on Terry's undies. <laughs> Good. These are period panties. <laughs> but uh, then we get that, that awesome scene where he's like, hey, Ted. Where's that screw? Cor- Where's that corkscrew? And then, of course, Jason out of nowhere takes the corkscrew right through, uh, right through his hand. Jimmy's hand and then a cleaver right to the face. That kills awesome. It is awesome. They filmed that in reverse. Yeah. I've seen the, the making of that, and it's pretty cool um, how they did that. Yeah. Like, they had the cleaver, like, formed to his face. Yeah, and then pulled it out. Yeah. It's pretty fucking awesome. It was cool. Um, he also gets strung up on the door frame yeah. with, like, big old uh, nails through yeah. the hand. Yeah, Jimmy really gets probably the worst of it. Yeah, and then Jason ends up ripping him off there. By his hands. hands. Yeah, awful. Um, This is where the editing doesn't work for me, because Jimmy dies in the kitchen. Ted's in the other room, right? Then all of a sudden... Oh, yeah, Jimmy's body moves. Then all of a sudden, what's-her-name is upstairs, uh, the one he just fucked. Yeah. And she's looking out the window. Oh, yeah, and she's... Jason pops in through the window on the second story. Yep. Grabs, grabs her, her and throws her onto the family truckster. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and she kills her, right? Yeah. Presumably. Yeah. And, the, and by this point, I think that her sister had also already died yes. on the bike. Yep. Um, yeah. She got stabbed and then that she got a, nailed to the side of the house. Yeah. That was a cool death too. Cause like when she gets stabbed, you only see it via shadow, a shadow, like when the lightning strikes. Oh, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. So he went from lower level kitchen up to, upper outside bedroom window and then he's in the bathroom and he kills peter barton by smashing this is an awesome kill but he smashes his face in uh he just smashes his fucking face yeah and then he goes downstairs and kills ted and then he goes back upstairs and kills sarah yeah right ted's death's pretty cool too gets the butcher knife through the through the movie screen screen. Yeah. yeah and then how does sarah die uh sarah and doug they bang in the shower yeah, Jason's the one, or uh, Doug's the one that gets his face smashed, uh, which is pretty awesome. Oh, she gets an axe through Dude, the chest. Actually, her death might be one of my. That, that's another one. She like opens the door. She, yeah, she's getting ready to leave. No, um, she doesn't even open it. Jason like throws the axe like through the door. Oh yeah, it's like a double ended <laughs> yeah. axe and just yeah, goes right boosh, through the door right into her chest. Yeah, that was awesome. So that's how everybody dies, and I think I think it could have been edited a little bit better to be more logical, like. Teddy should have died right after Jimmy died because they were both downstairs. Yeah, it wasn't very efficient. And what's her name? The twin that got thrown from the window, she should have died. Then Jason would be upstairs, and that's how he can kill maybe Doug he, upstairs. Maybe he missed his workout that day, and he wanted to keep going up and down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, maybe like, he was practicing for the fire uh, department exam. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> then go up the maybe. stairs. I don't know. I just... That's, Listen, I've seen this movie so many yeah, times. That's a good point. Though. Like it's just like the things you notice yeah. when you're watching it for the 150th time. <laughs> you know, like watching it the first time nobody's going to care. Everybody's dead. Oh, Rob. We got to talk about Rob. <laughs> okay, cuz now Rob, um Trish and 
Tommy are all together. They realize like the mom's missing. So oh, we do see the mom. We see her go outside, and we see her react yeah. to something. She's all. <gasps> but that's the last we see of her. That's the last we see of her. But then, so Rob, Trish, and the dog go back to the house. They leave Tommy there, which I think is kind of weird. They're like, "Oh, stay here in case mom comes back." But it'd be like, something's off. You yeah. should probably come with us, child. Yeah, or somebody stay with him. Yeah, or leave at least leave the dog with him. <laughs> it was a little weird. Poor fucking Gordon has to go with him. So they go over to where the kids are. And of course, the electricity doesn't work, right? Electricity is always out. And they're looking around. Numbnuts Rob, <laughs> he goes downstairs into the basement. Yeah. And Trish is upstairs with the dog. The dog, okay, does Jason throw the dog out the window? No, I think the dog jumped. Okay, I think you're right, and that's how I perceived it. But I think, like, they wanted us to think that Jason grabbed the dog and threw him out the oh, window. Oh, okay. I thought, the dog, might... I thought the dog went up there and was like, fuck <laughs> this shit. <laughs> I got the same impression, but I'm like, why? Why would they even need to include that? Like, I think just to show that the dog was scared, I think I Jason so. threw him out. But the dog didn't die, right? I don't know. I thought the dog. Do we was, ever see the dog I can't, again? I can't remember now. No, we never see the dog again. Mm, I thought the dog was okay, though. I presume that the dog just jumped out the window and got the hell out of there. I would like to think that, but I really honestly think, think the Jason, dog's dead. <laughs> I think Jason threw the dog out. Oh, what an asshole. Well, he's a fucking serial killer, David. That's true. <laughs> <He's> yeah, <laughs> what can you expect? <laughs> Oh, that Jason. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, Rob. Okay. Rob in the basement. <laughs> so now we're in the basement and uh, they're, they're walking upstairs to get out of there. And Rob like trips on a stair or something. And then he's like, oh, I got to go grab my knife. And he goes down there and Jason pops out. And he proceeds to grab Rob and kill him. <laughs> kill and him we lot. know that he's killing him because Rob tells us. <laughs> Oh my God, he's He's killing me. Ron Trish, he's killing me. He says it like three or four times. It's awesome. It's so fucking cheesy. (laughs) It's wonderful. I love it. Yeah. Trish heads for Z Hill. She's like, yep, you're right. Yep. (laughs) But she leaves, right? Yeah, she goes back to the house. She uh, goes back to the house to to get Tommy. To get Tommy. And then Jason bursts through the window. That's right. He awesome. Throws, doesn't he throw Rob's body through yes, the window? But he, I think he jumps. He grabs uh, Tommy through the window first. Yeah. I think. Maybe, maybe that's what happens. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I read, and I'm sure you did too, that Ted White apparently hated Corey Feldman. He said Corey Feldman was a brat. He was a little brat. So he waited until like he, he was supposed to have a certain cue to do it. And he missed it on purpose. To make Corey Feldman think that they were going like, to cut and do another take. Yeah. And then like a couple beats later, burst through and grabbed him. And his face, like you can tell. It was awesome. Scared the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> That's one through. of the scenes that I always look forward to it. watching, by the way. Um, real quick. Well, no, I'll talk about that. And then Trish claw hammers him. <clears throat> yes. And then uh, right in the neck. And then right after that, Jason does like where he bursts through the door, like where he just walks through it. Yeah. They, awesome. go, they go upstairs. They hide in there. Oh, by the way, he, Tommy has a CB radio. I know their phones didn't work. He had a CB oh, yeah. radio. I saw right it in the background him. too. I was like, oh, why don't that. they get on there and be like, uh, like the video game <laughs> breaker, yeah. breaker one nine. We need <laughs> we uh, <gotta> backup. <laughs> help. <laughs> uh, Jason busts in and then it's like, he doesn't know who's going to go after. Right. Cause Trish is on one side. Tommy's on the other. So Trish is like, Tommy, I'm basically, I'm going to lure him away. You yep. get the fuck out of here. Yep. Run. So she runs back to the old house. The other house. Yep. Jason follows her. This is when they go. They have a little battle. She jumps out of a window. 
Yeah. From up there, which I thought was like, hey, that's what I would do. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And she kind of plays dead. Although I don't know if she was playing dead. I think she was just <laughs> fucked up. She got the just, wind knocked just out of her. for a minute. Yeah. Then she gets up. Okay, so this is what doesn't make sense. Jason's still alive. Trish just jumped out to her death. She goes back to her house and she's just like, <sighs> and then Tommy's like, Trish. And then she's like, Tommy, you were supposed to, you leave. were supposed to leave. Well, Jason, Jason's still alive. Why is she so relaxed at this point? Yeah. Yeah. She should be freaking out. Like, Hey, let's get the hell out of here. But she senses Jason's behind her. She grabs like a knife or something a machete and she swings it at him. Yeah. Misses. Her and Jason have a little tussle. So this is when she cuts his fucking hand. Oh, yeah. And his gross. fingers are split awesome. in half. She also mentioned Tommy's got a haircut. Tommy found Rob's articles on Jason. Apparently, there's been newspaper articles about him over the past five fucking days. There's like been 10 newspaper articles, okay? <laughs> All with pictures. And yeah. it's got an artist's interpretation of what Jason looked like as a boy from Alice's description yeah. from five years prior. So he cuts his hair and... Uh Makes himself look like that. I guess. I yeah. don't know. I still always am confused by it. Like, I'm like, okay, well, he's just like, I guess it's the same thing like Ginny putting on the sweater. Yeah, exactly. That's why I took it. Yeah. Yeah. So Jason's about ready to kill uh, Trish and Tommy comes down. And he's looking like a fucked up baby Jason. And he's like, Jason, remember me, Jason? Remember me? Remember me, Jason? And Jason's like, yeah, I, yeah, I remember myself. Yeah, He's like, I didn't have a mirror. <laughs> I didn't know what I looked That's like. What I looked like. That's fuck. fuck. Oh, oh man, no one of those kids teased I'm me. I'm sorry. Jesus. <laughs> like, you guys had every right to he pick puts on like a Phantom of the Opera <laughs> mask. He's like, oh, don't look at me. I'm hideous. Yeah, I would have <laughs> let me drown too. <laughs> well, uh, but anyway, tricks him just long enough for Trish to swipe at him. She, yeah, knocks his mask off. We get our first look at this fucked up Jason. Now, this is only like a couple days after the Richard Brooker Jason. Yeah, he's even more fucked up. He's even more fucked up. I don't know what happened to him. I mean, yeah, he got the axe to the head. Yeah, he's been through some Maybe shit. Maybe he's like he's half paralyzed now. He had like a mini stroke or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> but he's pretty fucked up looking. His nails too. He's got like black long. Yeah, it's nails. gross. He's still alive, but Tommy grabs the knife and like slices him right in the yeah, side. Yeah, machete head. to like right in the head. And Jason falls down face first, slides, slides on the Slides down it. It's, it's awesome. awesome. And then uh, him and Trish embrace. Jason's fingers twitch, so Tommy goes fucking His ham goes on him. <laughs> yeah. Grabs the machete and just starts. Die! 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 Yeah. Trish has been in the hospital. She's going to need shoulder surgery, apparently. <laughs> That's what they tell her. And then she's like, I want to see my brother. And they're like, yeah, just for a minute. And it's like, just for a minute? Like, our mom's dead. Everybody we know in the world yeah, is Yeah, we've been through a lot. Their dad's still alive, though, because he skipped town. He's got a new family. That's right. <laughs> He's all, yeah. Yeah, peace out. <laughs> well, that's, good luck with well, all of that. that sucks. <laughs> oh. Your mom had life insurance, right? <laughs> I well, hope so. See ya. <laughs> but, uh, and then... Tommy opens his eyes and he's like crazy. Yeah. Insinuating that like. Snap that. Yeah. Maybe he's going to take the torch. Continue the legacy. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know what that me- meant. The end. The end. All right. What'd you think? Uh, I, like I said earlier, I put this movie and part three kind of on the same par. Same with part six. I think they're all right there with each other. 
I might like this one a little more. Really? Three, I don't know. They're really close. They're neck. There's things I like about each. Like I like the characters in three better. I like the the birth of Jason, like the mask. Um, yeah. I love the 3D. Um, this one, I like the gore. I think the kills are more creative in this one. I agree with that. Um, they're about the same. No. You can give it three and a half. Three and a half, yeah. So I'm gonna go three. I like it less than part three. Um, I, I I see your under, I, and I was torn. I was torn about giving it the same rating, but yeah. I, I'm gonna give it less. I like the music in three better than this one, mm. but I agree with the special effects are probably better. It's a tough call between me and uh, Richard Brooker and Ted White as Jasons. I actually think Ted White is the better Jason. I agree. I thought he was fucking when he smashes through that fucking door. Oh, it's awesome. It's, I mean, I'm like, yes. Yeah. He, In part four, he's just more menacing. Like he just yeah. looks. He's fucking rad. Evil. Yeah. He is rad. In part four. Um, yeah. And he's, and he's a little bigger. And he looks like a monster. Mm-hmm. Is he, is he like a buffer? I think so. He, to me, he looked bigger. I don't know. I just, I just really like it. I, like I said, I'll give it a three. So, yeah, I mean, good. that averages a 3.25, which I think is, is probably on par with, with where they rank. And, and I agree with you. It's probably like. Three six four three four six for me top yeah. top three. I mean anything uh, other than those three movies is all down downhill yeah, agreed. from there. <laughs> agreed. So, but uh, anyway, this has been a long episode. <laughs> this is a Thanks long for joining one. us. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know me, I could talk about Friday Thirteenth all <laughs> fucking day. Uh, so. Uh, but if you have any comments, questions, suggestions, if you would like us to review other Friday the 13th movies and you have an idea for which ones we should do, I mean, there's still a few out there that we haven't done. Yeah. I don't know when or if <laughs> and when we're going to get to them. Please contact us so you can contact us. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. We are the Swearwolves Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, the Slasher app, and Twitter, where we are the Swearwolves. We have the Swearwolves.com, our website. Our YouTube channel, just search The Swearwolves, or you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. So for The Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm a dead fuck. Yes, you are. Amazon here? Yeah. Oh. They just dropped it at the door. I'll pick that up later. Oh, sweet. Now I'll just be peeking out the window watching for uh, porch Nefarious. pirates. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want me to go out there and grab it? No, no, we're good. No, nobody's nobody's going to grab it. We're you fine. want me to put it in my car? Take it home? <laughs> no, we, we good.